Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is the Whispering Woods Extra. This extra is all about... More Krampus stories. Yeah, we've got two Krampus stories and then... Be careful how I say that, it comes out a bit funny sometimes. (laughs) We've got two Krampus stories and then we've got another visitor that came one night to visit somebody. Not sure what it was, but there you go. We've got loads of shout-outs to give today, which I'm really, really excited about because people have been coming over to say hello. Now, Julia contacted me on Instagram and um, she's from Austria, so she knows all about the Krampuses and what they get up to. Um, So she wrote, I love your podcast so much. I always listen to it while I'm painting. I really enjoyed the Krampus stories. Here in Austria, we are celebrating Krampus Day and it's true, it can be very scary. Sometimes things really escalate. A while ago, a Krampus broke a boy's leg and one Krampus was impaled by another Krampus using the horns, but no one died. These escalations of extreme violence are really rare, but they do happen. It's almost as if people change and the most violent part of their personality takes over when they put on their costumes and masks. Of course, there is a psychological explanation for this, such as the anonymity, I really struggle with that word, of wearing a costume and being part of a crowd. Before Christianization, Krampus used to be a pagan winter demon. I sometimes like to think that at Krampus night, those demons still come down from the mountains, becoming the people wearing the costumes. Please never stop your podcast. Best regards from a very snowy Vienna. Julia, I love that message. Yeah. They all go a bit wild. (laughs) Brilliant. 
And a shout out to Lee for leaving a message on Facebook. Yeah, and also Kerry on TikTok and Katie. Now, if anybody's interested, Katie is an artist and she does some really magical, beautiful paintings, really talented. Um, She's got a Facebook page, which is Paintings by Katie M. So go and have a look. They're really gorgeous. Yeah. Right. So as I said, I've got two Krampus stories and then another Christmas story. Um, Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. I'm sure you've all heard the story of Krampus, right? Brother of St. Nicholas, German folklore. The story of misbehaving kids being taken by Krampus has been told often, especially in my family. This story is not only about the day I met him, but it's also about why my brother went missing. Twelve odd years ago, in 2007, December 1st, we began to set up the Christmas tree. Like usual, my little brother Lucas, who was six, put the star on the top. That night, Mum sat us down in front of the tree and told us the story of Krampus. In the same tone as usual, it would always give us a little scare and we would stop misbehaving. But for once, we rebelled. We shouldn't have, but we did. On December the 23rd, my brother and I were put to bed at 7pm. We shared a room with each other, and when my mum closed the door, I quickly said to my brother, Let's stay up and see if Krampus is real. Lucas refused and said, But he is real. I convinced him to do it, and he reluctantly agreed. We waited until nine, when our parents were asleep, and we got up out of bed and went downstairs. We ate food from the cupboards that we weren't allowed to have after five. We watched TV and played some video games, all while our parents were sleeping. At two in the morning, we went back to bed, exhausted. Lucas whispered to me before drifting off. I guess the story is a lie. And then we dozed off. We were woken up at 8am and went to have breakfast downstairs. We had our favourite, pancakes with vanilla ice cream. We finished breakfast and then went outside to build a snowman. But as we went outside, we realised that something was wrong. Snowmen had already been built in our yard, but they weren't usual. They looked almost demonic. There was even one covered in something red, but there was one that stood out the most. It looked like a demonic goat. It terrified Lucas so much, we ran back inside and told Dad what we'd seen. He went outside and destroyed all the snowmen. He told us not to play near the red snowman. We built our own snowmen and we didn't go anywhere near the red one. After building our snowmen, we went inside and played some video games. It was really all we did that day. Nothing else exciting happened. At 7pm, our parents put us to bed and Mum told us the story again. At the end of the story, 
She asked if we had misbehaved once in December. We said no, and she went to bed. We dozed off. I woke up at 2am, only to hear someone or something enter our room. I leaned over to my nightstand and turned on the lamp. What I saw terrified me. Something was stuffing my brother into a sack. I watched in horror as the figure did this. As it turned around, blood had splashed onto my face. I breathed heavily as it leaned towards me. I was hyperventilating. I ran out into the hallway. This thing had broken through the wall and blocked my way to my parents' room. I stood right in the middle of the hall and the creature stared me down. It leaned toward me again and tried to grab me. I screamed loud. The creature ran down the stairs and then out of the living room window. I watched it. My parents came out of their room and saw me standing in the middle of the hall, blood on my face. I keep telling myself it didn't happen, but it did. Every time I tell my mum the story, she refuses to believe it really happened. But she knows it did. But thinking back on this, I think the creature that took my brother was Krampus himself. I don't know if it was, but it's all I can make of it. Was it Krampus? I can't tell. When I turned 15, I did some research onto Krampus, and I found out what he looked like in the folklore and from memory. He looked exactly like Krampus was portrayed in the original story. Very hairy, brownish-black fur, cloven hooves, the horns of a goat, and he had fangs. I think it was Krampus. The similarities from what I saw and the original story are uncanny. Yeah, that's not that fair, because the other brother told him to stay up late, innit? Yeah, I thought that, because he didn't really want to, did he? No. You know, but I, then I guess the 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 main person of the story got kind of, in one way, the worst deal, because he had to watch that happen to his little brother yeah. and carry that guilt with him for the rest of his life. Sad story. Yeah. Right, are you ready for the next Krampus story? Yes, I am. Growing up, I never heard about anything evil when it came to Christmas. My parents always took me to see Santa every year, and I never got coal in my stocking. I believed in Santa up until about age nine. So every year, I always acted super good in the months leading up to Christmas. You know, as a kid, you want to get as many presents as possible. I still remember the excitement I would get every year. That same year, my parents worked a lot of late nights, so they would always leave me with my older sister, who was 16 at the time. I never really got along with her, until now, as we're now adults that don't live with each other. My sister was especially mean that year, inviting her boyfriend over some nights. I would threaten to tell mum if she brought him over again, and my kid mind would make up other ridiculous threats, such as the fact that I would tell Santa so he'd put coal in her stocking because she wasn't following the rules. One day she'd had enough of my bickering and retaliated. She started out with, you know what's what's even even worse than getting coal in your stocking? 
Of course, me being a curious little boy, I pressed for information. What's worse? I would ask with a tough little attitude. Then she said it. Krampus. I remember the nerve it struck when she said that name. Of course, I didn't know who or what Krampus was, but it sounded bad. What's Krampus? I probed. I can still see her evil grin ingrained in my memory when she told me. You know Santa isn't real, right? I always had a sneaking suspicion, but of course I asked, What do you mean? Don't pretend you don't know. Mum and Dad buy all your gifts, and the guy you go and see at the mall, you call Santa, is just a man in a beard doing a job. I wasn't really surprised. This just confirmed my scepticism of Santa. But do you know what is real? She continued. Krampus. The evil spirit that comes and takes little boys like you to the underworld. My impressionable mind believed every word she said and I was terrified. He comes and takes little boys that tattle. All you need to do is tattle three times during the Christmas season. And Krampus, the Christmas demon comes and gets you. Her twisted little mind even brought up the two other times I'd snitched on her for something stupid within the past week. This alone freaked me out, because a week later I tattled on her for eating my pop-tart off my plate. After I tattled, I thought about what she told me the week before. The true legend states that Krampus comes to punish children who misbehave, so my sister twisted the story in her favour. Anyway, here's when things got really weird. This was the same year I realised I was attracted to women. I was in my parents' room one night when they were gone. I was looking for batteries for my RC car and went snooping through the drawers. Lo and behold, I found my dad's Playboy stash. I looked through that thing for a good half an hour before putting it back. This was a busy Christmas season. The same year I realised Santa was not real was the same year I discovered women. At that point, nothing had happened with Grampus. I chalked it up to a story that my sister had made up to scare me. I think looking at that magazine was a big mistake and to this day, the reason why I got a visit. It was that same night. If I'm not mistaken, Christmas was just a few days away. I woke up in the middle of the night extremely thirsty. The house was pitch black, except for an overhanging microwave light in the kitchen. I got my water, then headed back towards my room. It was at that moment when I heard a noise on the roof. I remember thinking if I was second-guessing myself about Santa being real or not, I whispered to myself, Santa? I walked towards the window and saw what I thought was a deer outside the window. I thought maybe the noise came from the deck and not the roof. Maybe the deer had walked on the deck and jumped into the yard. But I took a closer look and realised I may not be looking at a deer. It turned around, revealing its really large body and glowing red eyes. The antlers were not antlers, but horns. 
I remember thinking that it looked like Beast from Beauty and the Beast. I was frozen in fear as I saw the creature start walking towards me. We locked eyes. Then he smiled, his teeth razor sharp. Then he jumped straight up out of sight, like he jumped straight into the sky and into thin air. I immediately ran into my sister's room. I shook her awake in a state of fear, explaining that I saw Krampus. It was then, through her groggy tiredness, that she admitted she'd made it all up. She got up and walked me back to my room. She flipped the light on and gave me a shocked look. I looked back at her. What? What the hell is this? She leaned towards my bed and picked up a magazine. It was the Playboy magazine. I was shocked. I didn't know what to say. I mean, I was just baffled, and all I managed to spew out was, That's Dad's. Of course it's Dad's, you freak, she replied. I tried to convince her that I didn't know how it got there, but she didn't believe a word I said. Just then she stopped me. If I catch you with this again, I'm going straight to Mum and Dad. I just looked down and agreed. Okay, Luckily, my sister was cool with it. To this day, I've never figured out how that magazine got there or what that creature was that I saw outside. All I can say is that it's very possible I saw the real Krampus that night and I was being warned for misbehaving. My sister and I have never spoken again about that night. I'm honestly too afraid to bring it up. Hopefully, I'll never have another encounter with Krampus. Well, looking at those Rudy magazines gets Krampus a call in. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I wonder what did happen. <laughs> it did give me a little it's creepy, but it did give me a little bit of a chuckle, that one. <laughs> <laughs> right, are you ready for the third and final story? Yes, I am. When I was eight or nine, I saw something weird on Christmas Eve. This was many, many years ago, but I still remember it like it was yesterday. I still believed in Santa Claus then, as a good amount of children do, and I had the usual anxiety and excitement for Santa to leave Christmas presents by the tree. After I went to bed, I had some trouble going to sleep with holiday nerves and such. I'd finally drifted off when I woke up to the sound of soft footsteps somewhere in my room. I automatically assumed it was Santa Claus and I was scared to see him for fear he might leave or his magic will fail. I opened one eye just barely and saw this black figure standing over my bed staring at me. It was tall, probably around six feet tall and it was completely dark. It looked almost blacker than black in a way. I couldn't see any eyes, a mouth or a nose on it, but I could clearly see the outline of a head, arms, body and legs. It looked like a bigger person, so thinking it was Santa just made sense. I stayed in one spot for 10, maybe 15 seconds, until it took a few steps closer. It leaned in a little more, still a few feet away from me, and then stayed there for about 10 to 15 seconds more. Even though I couldn't see a face, I knew it was looking right at me, 
just that weird feeling you get when you know you're being watched or looked at. I closed my eyes again and waited for a few minutes. When I looked back, it was gone. I lived in a pretty old house at the time, so the doors and floorboards were squeaky and loud. I heard the footsteps, but I never heard the door open. I never saw this figure again, though I've had some other spooky experiences in this house. I asked my mum if she'd heard Santa when he came into my room last night, and she looked confused for a second, then she played along and just assumed I was lying. I know this wasn't a person, and I know this wasn't a dream. I also know that spirits and entities are often attracted to lots of excitement and energy, so Christmas would be a perfect time for a ghost to pass through. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mmm, what do you think that one was? Um... I don't know. It could be something to do with just sleep paralysis or something. It could be, I guess, but yeah, I think they were pretty convinced they were still awake. Scary just the same. Yeah. I don't know what what I'd find more scary, a shadow, a big shadow, or a Krampus. I think I'd just guess that I'd just be like, oh, that Krampus is somebody dressed up, but then in a way that's even scarier. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Too much to think about. Right, should we get to the announcement? Yes, we should. Okay. We got contacted um, by somebody in New York the other day and we've been offered a book deal. So we're really, really excited about it. because. Um, so sorry if I do go a bit quiet on social media and stuff because I'm just hurriedly getting everything together, planning everything, um, picking stories for the book because it's all going to be about scary folklore around the world. Um, obviously it won't be released straight away um, I think the the date we're looking at is spring of 2025 March 2025 something like that but really excited about this yeah I'm so excited I just come down I start writing and I'm in this fairy world <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of staying there at the moment it's great um, the book's going to be illustrated it's going to be hardback it's going to be a beautiful kind of gifty type thing and yeah, so that's the big news. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed and we'll catch up with you again soon. We will. We will catch up with you on Monday for some more festive frights. 
just a little reminder as well that over two weeks of Christmas, we won't be releasing any new episodes just so that we can have a bit of a break and a bit of a relax. But what we will be doing is releasing some of our Wednesday whispers that are generally available just on Patreon to keep us going through to the new year. Yes. Take care, everyone. Good boy. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.